Hey everyone, welcome to day 33 of the Lockdown Golf Podcast. Day 33, part two. Take two. <laughs> right. Take two. Can't even get the terms right. Yeah, having a little, we're on a, we're on a run here of some technical difficulties. And uh, I don't want to say we're not happy about it. That's a little extreme, but uh, it's sort of fascinating to us how seamless this was for so while. Uh, relative to our production efforts and all of a sudden now we <laughs> we can't figure out how this thing works <laughs> my health check won't go through on the on the internet your mic is backwards or sideways or whatever it was it was a whole the whole just, thing this as, tonight it's just, it's just quarantine getting to us it's true and now it's like i i'm i can't talk i can't let my hair down i can't just do my job because the whole time i want to go hey uh real quick do i sound okay do I need to get closer to the mic? Do I, right. do I need to get closer? Do I need to get farther away? Like, I, I don't know. You know? It's in my well, head. Hopefully after 33 days now, we've got to figure it out. I, I, let's not get our hopes up. Um, hey, man. How you doing? I'm good. Um, I have a... Uh, so when we were doing our sound check, Bill could hear himself through my headphones. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the reason for that is because earlier today... When I was doing some video editing in the stew, I took, I took in the stew, I took my headphones off and I went to put them on the desk and one of the earbuds went directly into my cup of coffee. No. So I don't know. I'm not sure how that's still functioning, but uh, yeah. Otherwise I'm good. So I may be in the market for, and it's kind of funny because I'm I'm an iPhone guy, and so this I think uh, is my only pair of headphones that have the three and a half millimeter plug. So I may actually have to buy like some, you know, actual headphones mm-hmm. to use. But whatever, it's fine. I haven't spent any money in forever anyway, so why not on some headphones? Yeah, I think you need to get some like real deal studio ones too for all the editing yeah. and podcasting you do. It's true. Hey, just a quick, quick shout out for me and my music selections for uh golf origin stories episode that came out today. Hmm. Remember when I put local H on the beginning? That's right. And I got a you special, were- I got a special thank you for it. I was like, <laughs> no problem. Thanks for, yeah, I, I just think, I think so. Thanks Adam, for reaching out. Thanks for reaching out to Adam, us. Adam Fonseca is the guest today that the, of the new Excuse golf me, origin yeah, stories. Who's, who's that? <laughs> oh, uh, which what do you want to call him? AUF or Adam Mr. Golf yeah. Unfiltered? Adam, Adam Unfiltered, unfiltered AUF. Right. Now, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that's who we were talking about. I got it. <laughs> I love that his last name, his last initial is F too. So right. theoretically, he's not <laughs> right. far off from Adam right. Unfiltered. Right. Let's so um, let's a, give him a middle name. Is his middle name like Ulysses? Obviously, his parents were very big into the union and the civil war and <laughs> their right. efforts and his presidency. So I can only assume it is. I mean, he's a local guy. Ulysses S. Grant from great, Galena. Great points. Yeah. Great points. So you can visit his house if you go there, you know, Adam unfiltered. I bet he loved it. No. Everybody stopped by. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, I think he just like we like our group text must be at the top and he doesn't want to scroll to mine. And he's like, this is easy enough. It's fine. And now yeah. at this point, it's kind of a bit because Bill always says, like, you're welcome when we talk about 
our side conversations. I, I love contributing to the conversation. It has nothing to do with me, especially I have no <laughs> idea what it's talking about. And I'm, right. and I'm not saying that sarcastically. I genuinely do. <laughs> so headphones, yeah, went in the coffee. I think yeah. you should get some like, like, cause I want people to see my pretty face. I don't wear the big headphones when we do the YouTube show, but uh, most of these podcasts, I, I wear my big headphones largely because I can hear myself through my microphone that way. Yeah, um, you have the over the ear ones, huh? Don't worry, I'm still scared of them. Is this is this good? Am I too close? <laughs> is this good? Okay. Uh, Do the rest of the podcast from right here. At this uh, point, we can talk about whatever we want because no one's listening. Everyone's like, "Oh, these guys are in a mood today. We're not. I'm not doing it." You, let's. <laughs> I'll vouch that Chris is in a mood today. He says he's not, but I think it's my fault to be fair. So Chris and I had a little, a little spat marital spat before we got on the show. But if we didn't have to social distance next time I see him, I'd give him a big kiss on the lips and say, I still love you, Chris. That's the goal. <laughs> we'll do something weird, weird from a social distance and make people very uncomfortable anyway. And be like, Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> We're the worst. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's definitely it's definitely the Wednesday episode where I, I don't I'm going to speak for you because I, I do think I know you well enough. Um, losing it is probably a little extreme, but we're we're definitely quarantined for a long period of time. And uh, the same I think the same sort of things trigger us. Uh, but as our. We, even our marital spat might indicate that we had um, we react a little differently outwardly and how we act, even though internally it it hurts the same. Um, and, yeah, I'm I'm ready to not be in front of a computer screen all day come Wednesday and <laughs> being like, oh, this is what's really happening in the world. These are real people. OK, great. Just let me uh, though. That's not fair. I guess I was going on about how was it Sunday where I was like, I'm just, I read one Facebook post in the morning. It was just done for the rest of the day. It was so crabby. I think that was Sunday. Yeah. Or yeah. Saturday. It's all a blur. Monday's Monday's episode. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> Seems like so long ago. It does. I just one point my wife was talking <laughs> to me today about bless you. Exactly. Oh, was that on, was that on I didn't mute? No. Was Excuse that, me. was that allergies <laughs> from dust in the stew or is that COVID? Uh, it's too early to tell. I have been told early studies are indicating, hey, being in large buildings with like a big HVAC that circulates from multiple areas is not a good combination for the old drink, the old COVID. <laughs> Just so everybody Great. knows. Yeah. So, good to know. Every time I go in my hallway, I'll be sure to freak out. I I'm I already am for you. When I heard this, I'm like, oh no, I don't. We don't have to go to our offices. <laughs> yeah. But Chris, yeah, and John, I don't leave my home very often. You stole every day at like eight. Oh no, eight p.m. is a celebration. You guys take the dog for stroller walks. Yeah, not not uh, during the week. How bad? It's a, week did you guys it's a weekend the, activity. Did you guys get the big thunderstorm tonight? Oh yeah, it's a good one. It blew oh, patio it furniture over. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah, we had water. Um, our patio, I think, or our patio, our balconies kind of pitched the wrong direction. So you know we kind of get a pool of water towards my. Do you know why they do that door. in the city? To annoy me? No. So when you're for, you're what forty six? You said. 
Is it 46? What floor you're on? No. Oh, geez. No, 13. I, I don't know why it's so maybe you were you're probably exaggerating your building height one time and I took it serious because as far as I'm concerned, that's feasible. And so I've just assumed you were 46 floors all this time. All right. 13. 13. Either way, at 13, now it's like the momentum is oh, leaning back toward the building. So like if you stumble, the gravity will make you make you go back and instead of like downward away from the building. So therefore, you can't fall off. I don't know if that's not a thing. I'm just pretending. I made that up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, th- I think it's just not- mostly to annoy me. Because I know it's not if, because uh, we've got an awning, so it's not like it's protecting people from the water coming off my balcony. No, it's just so you can't slip forward. You'd slip right. backwards. Why not just make it flat? Um, I don't have a good answer. I don't have a good made up answer for that. <laughs> yeah, the building's only 18 stories. I just punched my mic stand. I apologize. So, yeah. 18 stories, you peasant. Yeah. We're a pretty, it's an, it's, it's a quote, an older building. We were one of the, um, <laughs> it was like built in 80, 87, mm. 90, something like 91, maybe somewhere in that era. 2007. No, but it was, um, you know, this whole area used to be just warehouses, right? So. Our building used to be a warehouse and then they converted it. It was only seven stories. They converted it into lofts and then they built on top of it like in the 90s, I think. What a weird place the city of Chicago is. Yeah. So so rich in history in such a short period of time. Yeah. I live right down the street from the old Montgomery Ward uh, office. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all uh, mm-hmm. uh, condos now. It's really interesting. They're huge buildings. I mean, the the Montgomery Ward, well, they had the headquarters there. um, And then they had next door to it, they had like their warehouse. So that building is just enormous. Isn't the warehouse Groupon? Yeah. uh, Yeah. Okay. And it's so it's super long. It takes up, you know, probably a full block at least, if not more, of, of Kingsbury. And, you know, they used to, the, the male girls or whatever, used to ride roller skates through the hallways to the point where when they were converting the building, the floors had like grooves from wow. the roller skates because they would go back and forth so much. That's neat. Yeah. Great building too. Beautiful building. On Don't the river side it. of it. It's amazing. I was going to say, it also takes up an entire riverfront. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Don't tell us you don't learn anything on our podcast. Oh, right? that's right. You want me to talk architecture, building architecture? <laughs> no. <laughs> there's that guy I do that all day. There's that guy on WTTW, Jeff that's, something. Yeah, that's my dude, man. I love that guy. You tell me you're sitting there, man. I can't tell you before kids how many my wife work in retail being gone all day Saturday. And I'm like, yeah, when I wake up, I'll uh, I'll go play 18 holes somewhere and then maybe I'll play 18 holes after that. But then I'd wake up, turn on the TV and get into one of his like three and a half hour PBS river tours. Oh. And then it'd be like uh, uh, his brownstone tour or something. And I'd be like, well, it's been eight and a half hours and I've been watching all of this guy, all of his shows. Yeah. Yeah. What is that guy's name? Not <sighs> Jeff. Oh, it's uh oh, come on. Yeah. He does. Um, he does like the, the, the river, the boat tours. And then he did a walking tour, another episode. Then he did like up the river, like into the suburb. Jeffrey Bear. Jeffrey Bear. That's his name. Was Jeff? You're welcome. Yeah, you're right. Um, um, yeah, but that awesome. dude's the best. Yeah, he he's, is. He's so great. 
He's like genuinely. He's not. I mean, he is quirky, but it's not because like, oh, he's a character. He's just so good. Yeah, and he's so enthusiastic about it. Like he just loves the stuff, man. And you know what it is? It's conversational and relatable material. That's right. That's what I like about it. It's easy to digest and learn something. Just saying. It's true. It's true. Um. Hey, man. I'm gonna talk about some golf stuff. Do you want to talk about some golf stuff? Okay. This is a golf podcast. Yeah, let's do it. We're so, only 12 minutes in. That's early for us to get to golf. Yeah, maybe we'll actually not throw an hour and a half out at someone today. <laughs> yeah. I don't have high hopes. Um, so I realize, you know, every day, especially with the golf industry being slow right now. And I mean, it's heating back up. It's heating back up, but it's still slow. So trying to come up with things to uh continue to keep the content populated on my golf website is always a challenge and uh i have a lot of golf stuff that surrounds me in my office and i'll just look around for some inspiration and it's the same shit every day some days different thoughts get triggered in your head and you got something well today i've gone on in the show before about scott redmond concepts in england and i look over to the right of me and i see Two putters with just tape on the end, no grips. I'm like, wow, what? I don't even know which putters these are. Let me check. One of them is a delightful original Scotty Cameron Newport 2 oil can. It's like, oh, pretty neat. Mm, really? Pretty neat. That's car- one, it's carbon, supposedly one piece. If you told me it's not, it's a milled head and, uh, and a, uh, Welded on neck, I'd believe you. But either way, it's carbon steel. Not getting many of those these days. And uh, Trisole, a la Tiger Woods. Pretty pretty okay. good. Like I mean, I knew I had it. It wasn't like, oh, I forgot I had this, but I just didn't know it was right there. I thought it was yeah. in the bag. And then next to it is my first Scott Redman Concepts SWC. Stands for Sir Winston Churchill. SWC putter that I got from them. I uh, roughly 2014, 2015 to do a review on my previous golf website I was associated with. And it's funny. And I got that putter. So oh, these cool guys in England, no big deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll check it out. It's different. If you told me what re- the relationship that was going to be birthed yeah, no out doubt. of that putter. Six years later. Yeah. It's, it's like, this is where it all started. It's, now, you know, now to me, it's just like, oh, yeah, it's just a putter and yeah, it's not as good as these other ones. I'm like, wait a minute. While this isn't custom to me and all this wild stuff, it's this is a significant cog in the wheel. So I, ha- I found that today. I should say I looked that one over today, had a nice uh, uh, semi-emotional trip down memory lane about it. And uh <laughs> So now I'm thinking, oh, what? I'm going to have to put a grip on this thing. Maybe I'll give it some bag time, which is silly. It's been sitting here for how long? That's fine. But uh, that's a good find today. It Nostalgic. It's more than yeah. this is what you got to you know, it's not, it's not golf equipment. It's more that putter is more than a putter. It is a symbol of the start of a relationship with some great people and friends, family across the world. Can't, you can't go wrong with that. There you go. So. I think I, I whipped up a shell of a blog post. I'll get a blog post about that in the next month or so. But I look 
look forward to it. I'll talk about it on this podcast when we're still in lockdown. <laughs> it goes up. Speaking of of uh, putters and blog posts, can we talk about your your other project yet? Mm, no, that's soon though. I did oh, I did some man. juggling of the calendar, and uh, hmm, May fifth, May fifth, it goes up. Okay, now we can talk about it. All right, all right. Hey, just so you know. I'm going to name drop on this podcast, guys, because I don't know if you know this. Chris and I are pretty big deals in the golf world. We have golf <laughs> friends, and you guys don't, okay? Because yeah. we're real big, important golf people. Are you referring to the text that we just got? Yeah, as I say, we got text from Sub70 guys asking, want to do Zoom drinks on Thursday? Just FYI. But it sounds like you know now, so this is now this is just totally douchey, <laughs> not even a good joke. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Hey, have you ever had, uh, speaking of drinks on Thursday night, have you had Journeyman's uh, Featherbone Bourbon Whiskey? No. It is delicious. A real treat? It is a legitimate treat. Okay. It's it's really good. What proof? Roughly. Is it hot? No, it is not. It's very smooth. Um, It's 90 proof. Mm, that's gonna be a nice little nice little drink it is it's good it's really good i've started using it so i've transitioned because we're in the new we're entering we're heading into the spring and summer so i've transitioned i talked about this before from manhattans into old fashions Mm -hmm. and so my old fashions now are using the uh the featherbone uh bourbon and it is very impressed with it it will come back into my cabinet for sure well how much is it a bottle, Chris? That's what the people want to know. It's not that much because I don't spend a lot on bourbon because I drink a lot of it and I put other stuff in it. Mm, okay. Like with my, you know, with an old fashioned, I put some different, I put different bitters in there. I put, you know, your normal bitters, but then I also have like some orange bitters that I put in there too because I don't have an orange peel. So I'm always putting in sugar, but I, you know, so I'm always putting stuff into the bourbon. So I don't want to get anything too, you know, I guess. I don't want to get anything that's made specifically just to drink straight. I think they're made for whatever you decide they're made for, but that's yeah. understandable. But, you know, if I drink it, whatever, three nights a week, four nights a week, I feel like, eh, I don't need to I, rip, ripping through $80 bur- bottles of bourbon every two weeks or whatever it is. I have in my possession a um not rare bottle but difficult to come by and definitely difficult to come by if you don't pay a premium and it's called Stag Junior and it's oh, yeah. by Buffalo Trace yeah i mixed it with i'm going to shoot you straight i don't remember what i mixed it with it was a while ago it was ginger ale. Mixed it with ginger ale. Okay. Because bourbon and ginger is a thing. Yep, yep. But it would be blasphemy to mix Stag Jr. with something. So I mixed it with ginger ale. I posted it and tagged my good friends, the beer seller in it. And I love they it's, they direct message me on Instagram. I'm not reposting that one. The bourbon elitist would have your head on a spike. <laughs> 
I'm like, that's awesome. That's pretty hilarious. I like the idea that it's whatever it is you want to do with it, though. Because you know what? Damn it. Well, go to absolutely true. If you go to a cocktail place that makes it and they're like, do you want, you know, everyone's like, well, it's well or top shelf. I'm like, yeah. But you go to some place where it's like, yeah, their well is a $40 bottle of bourbon and their top shelf's a $200 bottle of bourbon. Well, you get something in between there and you go, oh, I see the difference. Yeah, so, yeah. I'd say treat yourself. You know, you you deserve it. You work hard. Well, I just um I just went and splurged on a bunch of meat ahead of the uh the impending meat shortage that's coming. Mm-hmm. We went we we did a, a Costco run that well we didn't. I paid someone else to do it. But uh but yeah, had a Costco run delivered to the house. And uh so we got a bunch of <laughs> Nothing too fancy. We don't go. We don't go Bill Bush in this house because I don't have the equipment to properly prepare it. Right. But, you know, we got some. We got some some steaks and we got some. Uh, you know, hamburger meat. How and, much uh, hamburger meat? It's called ground beef. Or ground ground beef. chuck. Whatever. Um, we're gonna that's, use it for hamburgers. So you know what? It's hamburger meat. Well, that's why we don't let you. <laughs> we don't let you go fancy with the meat. You also use it for meatballs, chili. Uh, maybe we may tacos. use it. We don't use it. We don't use it for any of that. We, well, we might use it for meatballs, but um, sloppy joes. No, we don't do that either. A meat sauce. No. Just saying. Well, I'm just telling yeah. you. Right. Well, I get it. I get it. That's your life. Okay. That's humanity's life. Don't put your definitions on me, Mister. <laughs> yeah, this is the biggest problem. This is, you know what? This, <laughs> this is when you get when I turn you into I. You hate me. It's when like I will not be defined, and I know who you voted for. <laughs> voted for the same people you did, though. Anyways, the big purchase really from that it was great to, to chicken is out. There's no chicken at Costco. There's no. We want we wanted some chicken breasts. There are no chicken breasts at Costco. Well, chicken's been Those, short for like that's yeah. been a tough one to get. Period. But it's yeah. doing a actually in the suburbs. It hasn't been too bad. No, yeah. For us, we got like we buy the big bag of frozen chicken breasts, and those are those are gone. Right. But what I did, what was I? I was able to get my hands on is a nice twelve pound bag of all purpose flour. Mm. So we are stocked from the bread perspective. That I'm very excited about. I almost pulled the trigger on a 25 pound bag, but I was a little worried about where I was going to put the thing. So I said, well, you know what? Your, your, poor, your poor Instacart shopper. That's true, too. Tell me when you're got, doing like, those. A case of beer. When you're putting that stuff together, there isn't an element of like, it's not the store picking it for you. It's a person who's basically going, yeah, I'll go do this for you. 100%. And you're like, oh, yeah, it might be like, a, a little 16 year old kid who weighs yeah. 110 pounds and can't throw this 25 pan, pound bag of flour over their shoulder yeah. and or they I, they could be driving like a geo metro or something you know right which is very likely yeah um before Not we move on likely, but it's very possible i want to ask more about this meat shortage because i feel this is and i'll probably get yelled at i wanted to, i wanted to see how you were feeling about it well i think i need more info um because i have feelings and i have some worries um, but I need to know, and don't get mad at me. I, I'm just looking to be educated, not reprimanded for my lack of education. <laughs> okay. I have heard the big facility that had the spotlight turned on it was pork. Correct. In and South Dakota. 
Then I know Iowa has a big one. Now, yes. is this going to be because it's more of a practice across all the meat businesses that they're going to have to shut them all down and that's where we're going to have a shortage? Or is it going to be like, well, no, we're not going to have a meat shortage. We have a pork shortage or like, what's I don't know. Is that. this going to include I, chicken? I, I, is it going to be everything? I've seen it's process. It's processing plants, which in, in, I live near, I live, it was awful. Um, I lived downwind from a processing, processing plant in South Dakota. And when I lived in Rapid City, mm. um, and so they do a bunch of different stuff. They run all kinds of different animals through there. Right. And, uh, and obviously what happens is if, uh, and we've experienced this on our end in my line of business or whatever on the retail side is that if one person gets sick, you got to shut that whole thing down and deep clean it. And it's going to set you back and they can't do like, you know, a team B team, nor mm. can they just replace people with temporary uh, employees. So you lose that production, you know, and, and from a manufacturing perspective, like they're pumping stuff out at the highest level possible. Right. Cause it's, it's that whole kind of six Sigma lean thing. They've got it down to the nanosecond of production and it, you know, to shut down, is brutal, brutal for that that business. It's like they're going to have to start putting the meat on barges in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> you never start manufacturing at two different plants. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, wow, wild. Yeah, well, that's concerning. And I've seen I've seen a lot of the retorts. I'm mean, like again, something I haven't. I've seen the you know New York Times, CNN, Fox News headlines on all this stuff. So I only know yeah. so much. And blurbs, but what I have understood is that a lot of the meat companies are like, "Hey, we're doing all the cleaning. We can't, you know, basically, you said we can't stop production, and this is fine." And it's like they're doing testing at some of these, and the virus is just spreading like wildfire. It's bad. It's bad at some of these plants, man. And these are the other. We talked about this a little bit. Um, These are the states that never did, never imposed any sort of. stay at home order. And so, you know, it's just kind of having its way with these areas rural, rural or not. It's kind of just, it's kind of running its course through. And this is the outcome. Rural. Rural is a tough one for you, huh? Rural. There you go. <laughs> rural. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for bringing my speech impediment back up from when I was a child, Bill. Oh shit. I actually legitimately forgot about that. <laughs> it's all right. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't hey, rural that hung me up. It was S's. I couldn't say S's. Uh, chop, <laughs> chops busting on the show. And then our spat before <laughs> I want to separate all of it. And like, I, I'm not being funny right now. I genuinely apologize for that. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's all right. I'm just giving you shit. Oh, but you know, I'll feel like an asshole about this now, probably for three days. <laughs> and then when I like, next time I pick up with you and you're like, uh, are you there? I'll be like, I, I'm dude, I'm really sorry. Like I value our friendship. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't the R's right. that got me. Damn S's man. You know what's Damn, another? Is... Do you know what's a legit, a legit tough one? Hmm. Aurora. Aurora is tough. <laughs> if you don't focus, that one can get away from you real fast. As well as the name Rory. Uh, I even struggled with it there. So I go Roars. Go Roars. Yeah, when I, I watch McElroy. When I watched Gilmore Girls as a kid, I was like, no, it's Lorelai and Rory. Roars. That's what I did. <laughs> God, they were so annoying, both of them. 
Uh, Never watched Melissa, an episode. Melissa McCarthy was on the show, though, so that's all right. She was funny. She was funny on that show, too. Oh, really? Yeah, she was know great. That. that was like her big break. No, I had no idea. She was fantastic on it. Gilmore Girls wasn't a bad show. Again, you can tell I was raised with women. I mean, it ran for eight, ten years or whatever, right? Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't bad, but it was horrible. And my, my mom will still, she's like still obsessed with it, still watches it. And I go, I cannot stand the dynamic of the mom and daughter. Be like, oh, are we just so quirky and zany and goofy? And everything's like a tongue twister wasn't when it, we talk to each other. I was going to say, wasn't it very Aaron Sorkin-y where they just like went back and forth at 100 miles an hour? I feel like, like you Aaron, know, like it was. Aaron Sorkin would have been a, uh, a nice reprieve from it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. It's kind of insufferable. Yeah. Yeah. So the meat shortage, um, I'm not sure. I, I, I've heard so many things like, Hey, whether you get fancy, nice meat or you get stuff from your local grocery store, it's all coming through these places one way or another, but I don't think that's a hundred percent true. And I would like to think you know, my meat market's big on responsibly sourced meats and what have you, which I'm sure yeah. still isn't good enough. But I think like while their demand will your the demand's gonna go way up and their supply won't, because it's already probably fairly I, I mean, I've already seen it impacted. Um it's like I feel like it'll still be gettable. I'm sure it'll be much more expensive at some point. Yeah. But listen. <sighs> These briskets and these these pork shoulders aren't going to smoke themselves. They need someone like me, you know. They need me out here doing. Yeah, doing. You won't work have me buying that stuff, so you don't have to worry about me. Right. I, you need. I got my parents across the street who I gotta use as an excuse to why I have to make this stuff. And uh, you know anybody who's interested and maybe me dropping off a small plastic bag of it on their doorstep and they can find it the next morning. If my raccoons don't get it, (laughs) I, I, you know, whatever it takes, let me get that brisket. So hopefully the meat shortage will be too bad, but yeah, you know, I guess if I have to go, if I have to go vegan, I have to go vegan. It's not so much me. I'm worried about it's more my kids. Like, I don't know. That's a whole nother thing. I don't want to, I don't want to go into that. You want, you can't just go like chicken nuggets. And your kids will be happy, but that's going to be gone too. Uh, that's true. That especially that because that's right. that's like the big processing place is that kind of crap. Right, right. My son had Dino Nuggets tonight. Don't worry. <laughs> Speaking of chickens, my wife made a delightful chicken uh, dish this evening for dinner. I'll just say that. Nice. Um, man, we're all over the place. I just want to. You made a point, <laughs> by the way. You made a point. These states that never shut down in the first place, being we live in Illinois, and the amount of people I heard. Oh, Iowa got to keep their golf courses open. And why can't we do it like Iowa? Yeah. You know what happened with Iowa? They now have the fastest infection rate in the country. Right. Right. Hey, awesome. Iowa. Iowa rural <laughs> Iowa. Um, yeah. That's like, but, that's like, I don't, you know, um, people are saying like, oh, just go to Wisconsin or Indiana to golf. I'm like, no, man. If you sons of it. Bitches, it feels like it's a, it's a free for all over there. It's what it sounds like. Yeah. If you sons of bitches make me tee off every 15 minutes with just a twosome, I'm going to go crazy. I know. I hate everybody with golf right now. No, that's not Speaking true. Speaking of which, we are monitoring 
Riv and I are monitoring tea times for Sunday. Yeah, I've turned down no less than four invitations, not counting you guys for Sunday yeah. and versus this weekend. And I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, I got I'm asked to doing. play. I got asked to play last weekend in Wisconsin in Lake Geneva in a tournament. I'm like, are you daft? I'm not going to Wisconsin to play in a tournament. I was nicer than that to him, but I said, I mean, basically I said, I'm not ready for that. <laughs> like it was some kind of that's, relationship or something. That's brutal. But yeah. Yeah. I was not, uh, no, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't even have but anything to say to that. It's so bad. A late, a late afternoon to some, which it looks like we're, we're, you know, we're, we're being very selective on our golf, our golf courses to make sure that they're following the rules and that they're doing what they're supposed to do. And then I'm just going to monitor the situation on Monday and, or on Friday and Saturday. Well, see first kind of off, you I saw, get, you saw the I'll weather forecast for this weekend. It's like seven, mid seventies and sunny. Well, that's why Saturday was absolutely out of the picture. There's well, absolutely no way I'm going out on Saturday. So I, I think as long as tea times are open, you're out of your mind. If you think any time from sunup to sundown is not going to be busy. Right. Well, that's why we're being very specific on what course we go to because they wish, will be busy. I'm going to wish you luck. But we're not doing like, I'm not doing, I think we talked about this, the courses that are doing front nine, back nine, not doing that, uh, that are doing it separately. I'm not going to go to a course that's ha- that has three nines. I'm not doing that because that's going to be more people. So, you know, I just, I just don't a want golf to- course that's selling 18 holes, 15 minutes apart. Just don't get mad and, at me uh, when I say, when I say, hey, man, you're one of the guys that have been pushing for people being... Uh- Staying home and seeing, letting this thing play out a little bit, and you're gonna, you're gonna jump to the front. Just, just don't get mad at me about that. We'll see. You'll you get can me call at, me out. No, you'll you get mad me at me. I call you out, and you'll be like, "You just read Twitter headlines, and you don't do hypotheticals." <laughs> I'm like, "Dude, you know I got the best intentions in my heart." <laughs> Both those things are true. I don't think it's true. Well, you just admitted that you read the headlines, but you didn't like read the article. No, see, I know I do that, but I don't. I don't <laughs> okay. sit there and tell you like, no, I'm I'm quoting all this valuable data. I'll just pick. I just saw this. I don't know much about it, and I know that drives you crazy. It does. It does. But I don't sit there and I how I don't sit there and tell you I'm an expert. I just said I saw this, and two of the three things I've said but that you about get upset today, about what you see. You get so upset about what you see because and then you, and then you go and read the comments. How many times I got to tell you don't read the comments? Yeah. It's true. It's kind of but that's crazy. Not the same, that's the same thing because it could be it's stuff I can I like in general, and I go oh, I don't need you just don't read the comments or anything. It could be like oh I yeah, looked at right. what the hours were from my local pizza place, and then I read the comments. Right, <laughs> right. But it's like think about this. You go you read the hell oh I'm so mad at you. I go I know, and I said hey for me where there's smoke there's fire. I start to see this discussion. It doesn't sound great. And two of the three things I brought up uh, off the mics and when they were hot. I have said, hey, I saw this and I've asked if you've known anything about it to be educated. I can't. I didn't sit there and go, no, no, no. This is what Trump said. Oh, this, this is, is what, what the Biden's headline doing. I just go, hey, I saw this. Supposedly, this is a thing. Do you know anything yeah. about that? So that's you. You listen, cut me a little slack. <laughs> all right. Go look up all my voting all right. stuff on your cell phone. app. <laughs> yeah. Do you love that? That's really just your go-to. You really love that because it holds zero water. That as like it's a not point about, but it's, 
it's not a right. It's that's true, but it's not about the who. It's the if you did. That's oh. that was the difference. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't. I don't actually. Well, I do. I care, but I'm not going to not be your friend if you didn't vote the way I voted. It's more about did you participate. That's mm, really what mm. matters to me. The participation part of it is what matters to me. You start carrying like a stack of participation ribbons in your pockets when you run this. I'm like, I'm proud of you. What, yeah. what is this? It'll You're be gonna like get me on this whole thing, man. You're gonna get it'll me be all like, wound up on this. It'll be like a yellow ribbon that says like 1987 Pinewood Derby participant. No, <laughs> like what? Doesn't like, matter. You voted. This is for you. <laughs> right. That's right. You know, they give me an I voted sticker. It's the same thing. Like, nope, not in my heart. We don't get stickers in the city. We get wristbands. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I love this. This last one, you know, is literally this. What? Mar- it was on St. Patrick's Day, I think. March 17th. Weekend. Yeah. yeah. And they were like, on the way out, you know, they have all the disinfecting. And on the way out, you have the guy sitting there with the thing of stickers. Do you want a sticker? And I'm like. Literally disinfecting my hands, sanitizing my hands. I look <laughs> right. and I go, no. And actually, yeah. the whole time while I'm voting, because, you know, it's always quiet in there. He's talking, you know, it's just like, this is what happens every time, especially in the suburbs, you go to these voting places. It's some old guy running into another, maybe a little younger, still older guy. And they're just chatting it up. They haven't seen each other a while. And this guy's dropping F-bombs all over the place. And now right. he's so mad about this. And and I'm, I wanted to be, just be like, hey. I don't even I don't think it's against the rules or anything, but like trying to do a civic duty here. I don't need to listen to you like dropping extensive expletives because you're worked up about something. Doesn't feel right. like a, what you should be doing in your position, bruh. If for whatever reason I feel like when you're voting, it should feel like a library. Like you're in a library. <laughs> Minimum. That's, that's yeah, that's how it should be. Or taking an ACT test. Right, right. People are trying to concentrate, man. Fill in the dots. Right. And I've like I've been looking at some of those dots and going, I think I may have screwed up. I'm gonna have to go uh ask for a new ballot. <laughs> because that numb nuts wouldn't shut up. Because there's nothing worse than bringing your ballot up and they run it through the machine, and they're like, No. No, yeah. you gotta do it again. <laughs> this is invalid. Damn it. I voted for this one judge twice. They let so this last same thing with this guy. Do you want to stick with no dude? I put it in the machine and the machine just like spits it back out at me. And I like didn't expect it. So it went on the floor and he's like going to grab it. I'm like, you can't look at my ballot. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) That guy, that guy's having a day. Uh, TV talk, TV, talk. TV talk. Um, No real updates. No real updates, <laughs> but because of my wife, when I came out of record, when I came out of stew last night, my wife was watching this show and I, ah, I forgot. It's like, um, uh, amazing miss, amazing miss, marvelous miss. Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Oh man. Fantastic television show. Well, so I've, I've like, I haven't watched all of any of it. And it's one of those shows where if you were to be like, Hey, do you want to sit down and watch this? Like, no. But oh. if I go walk into the room and she's watching it and I sit down, don't really pay attention. Next thing I know, I've watched three episodes. Like, oh, this is really enjoyable. Yeah. So um, it's that's a great show. Great show. I think I agree. I think I agree yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, so I go out. I, I could see the 
what's her name? Midge. Yep. I could see her being, she's a little, little insufferable in real life. I think, I don't know that. No, she's not actually. No, no, she's very, like that, she looks totally different. Yeah. Clearly. Cause she's not all done up. Like, you know, oh, 1950s I, I, style, looked up whatever. The, I looked up the Instagram, obviously. Oh, right. Of course you did. Right. <laughs> but no, she's actually like very down to earth and she's very charitable and she doesn't take herself too seriously and she's very appreciative. Seemingly anyways, this is what, you know, what you see, what you hear from her. Yeah, but that's about like, her. like she could still be like Taylor Swift. I give Taylor Swift a ton of credit for her charity work. Uh, she is like well documented as one of the best celebrities with her fans and whatnot. Yeah. Um, she's awesome. She's also horribly insufferable. So just because she's down there and does those things doesn't mean she isn't insufferable. Okay. I guess we have different definitions of insufferable. The down to earth thing. That's fair. The, the down to earth thing is probably a strong argument against insufferability. And as I said, I don't know, but if you told me I got Alison Brie, from, and I know Alison Bree, she's in a lot of things, but I know her best from yeah. Glow. Um, Com- community for the rest of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had, I think we had this talk, yeah. but like anytime I see her on interviews or anything, she, she's insufferable. I'm like, oh, yeah. No, this, this adds up. It comes off the screen and is it your real life? Yeah. So I could see this being Midge. If it's not, great. Yeah. I've I experienced can- that where I, where I hear her talk and I'm like, all right. I'd rather not. That's usually. Like if I, I want to keep the idea of my, of what I think they are. Right. And mm-hmm. then you hear them speak and you're like, ah, oh. right. Right. But yeah. All yeah. right. So anyway, I mentioned on the last show, I'm losing track of the days again, that I wanted to start the show Outer Banks. I was like, oh, young, good looking people. That's right. Well, I read a tweet from none other than Chicago's Barstool Carl. Barstool Carl okay. is the guy I sent you the video of who just went with a, his basically his phone or a camera and a microphone and covered the boat show. That's right. <laughs> and he tweeted, I'm, I'm watching Outer Banks, a thread. And it's only one tweet, by the way. <laughs> Actually, there's two tweets about it, but I can't read this. It's I, like when I do threads. While we're uncensored here, we can say whatever we want. Unregulated. Uh. I can't read his second tweet. Um, The first tweet. (laughs) I'm watching Outer Banks, a thread. No one cares. So no one cares what he's watching. Episode one. Episode one. Everyone is topless and I'm uncomfortable commenting on the condition of their bodies without knowing birthdays and ages. Feels a lot (laughs) like I know what you did last summer. In parentheses, forgotten classic. Need more action slash treasure. So. I got to tell you, Outer Banks, the. the urge to watch it has gone up more in a like form of suspense because now it feels dangerous to me. <laughs> like, oh, because I'm with them in this. Like, you, how old are they? If this yeah. is like a bunch of twenty year olds running around naked, right? Nope, not great. No, nope. right now right. I know what you did last summer. It's nostalgic. Um, we were I, also of their age when that movie came out. Well, I was younger. Like, well, way I younger. was. Yeah, I was their age. I was like, what? Jennifer Love Hewitt? I'll be there. Yeah. But I'm real, I'm a big action and treasure guy. Big action and treasure guy. In fact, I'm I'm missing Oh yeah, that is your that is your kind of genre, isn't it? The season finale of Oak Island that's was on because I had to put my 
wonderful and very agreeable sun to bed and then hop in the stew. Yeah. But yeah, so that tweet came out. That's where I'm at right now in the uh, the update of getting to Outer Banks. And because I feel like. When are you going to get to Outer Banks? Like, when are you going to make this happen? Um, now it? I want to know how it, you know, how it comes out. Mar- Marvelous Miss what? What's that show? I want, I want uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, might detour the plans to start Outer Banks. Okay, well, that's good. That's fair. We can talk about that for sure. Um, I just also want to point out Barstow Carl is, is just so gosh darn funny on the internet. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, no updates on Outer Banks other than there's some questionable age nudity there that I'm a little yeah. concerned about, but there's yeah. treasure. So, right. So it's going to keep you there for at least a little bit. Right. All right. I think we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to cut off some topics here because when we thought we got the golf talk nice and early, we did our usual ramble on and oh no, it's been 45 <laughs> minutes. Right. I didn't even get to, I wanted to throw out, we were talking about Alison Brie. It reminded me I've, I've been rewatching Community mm-hmm. and I just got to the um, Abed's Uncontrollable Christmas episode. Do you remember that episode? Season two? I don't think I saw that one. Uh, it was when they were, they were um, stop motion. The whole episode was stop motion. And like Abed was aware, he was self-aware that, that everyone was, was stop motion, like claymation. It was, it's a great, it's a really good, it was, you know, it's a Christmas episode or whatever, but it was really, really good. Sounds like Just something. I forgot, forgot about that. Sounds like something the Simpsons would have done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, do you remember when we couldn't figure out for three days why my microphone wasn't working? Remember that? <laughs> I remember that. That was awesome. I do. Yeah. And you sent me a picture and it was not facing the right direction it's like you read about technology before you use it and you think you know it and what does it do every time bites you in the ass which is funny so that means you initially did it just by pure luck like you had it set up no correctly no i initially (laughs) didn't have a microphone stand i had Well, that's what i mean right so that was just how it sat and it was easier right you had no choice but to face the face at the right direction and now with this stupid arm the the part that because we have these stupid mics that like have a very unique uh connector on the bottom size correct so you have to use an adapter well the whole little like arm piece comes loose and it starts the mic starts turning so like i'll crank it down tight and then if i move it if i i mean this thing isn't like perfectly swivel it's like if i move i i gotta pay attention to the geometry taking place here but we know now we know about the technicalities and i'm gonna say it the mic works a little differently than i read i don't care i i subscribe to everything you say you instructed me on and i think you're right yeah I'm just telling you i read something else that's fair i think someone's either probably a twitter headline it's probably a twitter headline oh, you read and you're like come okay on, I got come it. on <laughs> Come on, it was a Yeti. Uh, I got to tell you, I got mine figured out. Like, I got mine in a really good spot. In fact, I even was able to um, to kind of figure out my pop screen, like a, a good way to install it so it doesn't – Remember, I think we were off the air. We were talking about how if I move the – maybe it was my son. I, I moved the arm. You have to reposition the pop screen because no, it's connected that was to me. the arm. We stayed oh, we're up to like okay. one bullshitting after – That's right. That's right. After I think the Sub 70 show. That's no, right. It was so now I don't, I don't have to do that. I, I figured out a way to mount the pop screen to um 
like the suspension system. So now it's like in a great spot. Very, next, very happy. Next so YouTube, now I could stand up. I could sit down. You wouldn't even know it. Next YouTube show, I just want you to take it off altogether. And the whole time you just hold it in front of your face. <laughs> Almost like a magnifying glass. Uh, I put it just right up against my mouth. So then you just yeah. like here. No, <laughs> yeah. no matter where you move, you have to like move your hands and move the pop, the pop screen with it. Uh, That's exactly yeah, it. But anyways, I'm pretty happy with it. All right, pretty happy nice. with it. And that was because I was FaceTiming with my son and he had it set up that way on his mic. And I was like, oh, how'd you do that? Like, well, dad, you know, when you're one of the top, days. when you're one of the top computer composers on Spotify. That's right. Out of the Western suburbs. You, you, you just dropped to, another one. You, you dropped like to, a, like a, a, a track or a, a record of, uh, so, you know, I, I'm playing with it and I screwed it up, but uh, like, um, like a bunch of B-sides. <laughs> God bless him. My son, man. That is my son. Besides. Yeah. He had to write, he had to put 30 tracks together for the label for the last album. And this one, he's just, <laughs> it's just my B sides. Don't. It was great though. It was like, you know, it was like, it was like six, six tracks. that didn't really fit. So I just released them. I'm like, Oh, you're the best. I love you, son. That's hilarious. <laughs> best. Oh, being a dad. Am I right? Oh, it's the best man. Oh yeah. It's awesome. All the time. Um. <laughs> All right. Now I'm ready to end the show. So close it out, William. I would love to. I would really love to. So everybody, listen. I'm going to say it again tonight. Oh, Sore the the authorities are coming for Chris. I hear him. <laughs> Can you background. hear that? Yeah. Yeah. City of Chicago, ladies and gentlemen, featuring Chris McEwen. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're coming right down my street, I think. Anyways, Chris has the COVID. They're coming for him. Here's what I got to say. Yeah. Just play in your twosomes if you're in Illinois and shut up about it. If you're not, do not have tournaments. Social distance, please. If you're playing your, in the foursome, leave, I don't care what you do on your own. That's your decision. Leave everybody around you alone. It's your own decision. It's not theirs. Okay. That's all I got to say. Be safe on that golf course and don't cause problems. I just want to get back to normal as soon as possible. Please do your part. Chris, it's been all right tonight, okay? It's all right. <laughs> kind of feeling, I loved I loved spending time with you tonight. I'm Bill. feeling a little self-conscious about about things with you, so it's been all right. <laughs> but uh either way, it's still been a pleasure. It has I'll, been. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Bye, everyone.